The Cleveland Beat is brought to you by Strategic Financial Solutions, a personalized investment and financial planning company. Contact Larry Koval at 216-481-1634 for an appointment or email lkoval at lifemark.com. liking and commenting all year long on the Cleveland Beat. Uh, and as a matter of fact, we've been so busy here all year that we realized that we've never properly introduced you to the man or men behind the curtain at the Cleveland Beat. So today we're going to be talking to Larry Koval, the man who came up with this great show of ours. Hello, Larry. And David Sullivan, our producer and cameraman who keeps us laugh, keeps me laughing behind the scenes and who straightens me up anytime I mess up, which is kind of often sometimes. <laughs> so, hi, Dee. Hi, Dee. hi, hello. Um, thanks for coming to it. And it's so nice to see your faces here on the screen. Okay, um, let's start with Larry. Um, who is the financial advisor for LifeMark Securities Corporation. But more important, you are the longtime manager of Carlos Jones. And being a musician from way back then, way back, um, I'd like to know how you met Carlos and how did that friendship develop? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's an interesting story. Uh, my business partner... Um, was working for Nationwide in a drive-through claim center. And uh, one of the members of First Light, I think it was Rod Reisman, the drummer, had uh, been in an accident and came through the drive-through for an estimate. And my partner noticed his drum set in the back seat. And my partner, being a, uh, a drummer as well, started talking and one thing led to another, and Rod ended up giving him uh, a First Light CD to listen to. And uh, my partner, Woody Robeson, gave it to me and said, uh, check these guys out. So I sat down and I listened to it, and I'm thinking, whoa, these guys are really good. And uh, I really love that singer, you know. So we set up a meeting, and um, uh, Rod and Carlos joined Woody and I, and... Um, and we had lunch and we talked and we just, we hit it off right from the very beginning. And um, what year was that? one thing led to another. And here we are today, 20 some years later, that was in 96. So I originally signed um, First Light to a publishing contract. And then we talked about uh, a management contract at that point because the guy that had been managing had left. And so Carlos was doing a lot of that um, management type stuff and he really didn't like it. He, he just wanted to be a musician, worry about playing and, and making music. So he was more than willing to listen, but the rest of the guys in the band weren't 
on the same page with him. And, you know, it was kind of frustrating for all of us at that point. But uh, I just said, you know what, I'm just going to wait. And, um, you know, I feel that you're probably, you know, going to make a move at some point and I'll be here. So a couple years later, the band ended up breaking up and Carlos uh, decided to go solo and uh, signed immediately. And we started from that point in 1998. Um, and it's been a great ride with him. Uh, such a wonderful musician and, and even a better person, um, you know. Hopefully we'll, we'll continue to working as long as he, he wants to. So it's been a great yeah, opportunity. He is a wonderful human being and, and, and such a great musician and, you know, awful great vibes. Um, so let's get back to, you know, I know you've had a lot of music of America uh, and, and tell us a little bit about that and the, the concept for the Cleveland Beat that came up uh, about a year and a half ago now, right? Or maybe two? Yeah, well, originally we had started to put this concept for the Cleveland Beat together. Uh, one of my friends, John Vorlis, um, who produced the uh, documentary Breaking Balls, uh, was a video film instructor at Cleveland State, and um, he connected me with uh, the head of their video uh, department down there. I think it was Evan Lieberman and also John Bond. And um, we decided to try to put together a, um, you know, a demo for what was to be the Cleveland Beach show. And I, my original concept was we were gonna use Carlos and uh, Robin Stone, who was another artist on the Little Fish label, to co-host the show and do it in, in a studio environment down at Cleveland State. And so we, we produced a couple episodes, but I just wasn't feeling that we had, uh, you know, captured really what I wanted because, you know, these, these types of things, this was a half an hour production that it just wasn't fast moving enough. So we decided to scrap that project at the time, but the students had done a lot of work on that, including the, um, the intro that we are currently using for the show with Carlos's Cleveland Beats song and uh, some cool graphics and video to open up. That was done by uh, one of the students at Cleveland State, Matt Pennick. And so I always know. liked that I and I wanted to see if we could, yeah, we could find a way to, to maybe recast the concept. And that's when, um, you know, I approached you and, and we decided to try to we, if you remember, we originally started trying to do like a half an hour show with three different interviews, but now we decided let's make it a little bit quicker paced and, um, you know, just focus on one thing per episode. So, and of course, um, you know, part of this whole concept that I had for uh, Music America, I call it, was to pivot into some more video production and live streaming events, um, which we did when the pandemic hit, we put together the Out of the Box concert series and we did live streaming from the Music Box and it was a sponsor driven type of show. Uh, our good friend Don Kendrick came in and hosted that uh, series. And, um, you know, it was, it was a very interesting, um, 
concept that I thought worked well during the pandemic. And at some point in time, I hope we can continue that. Right now, we're just uh, trying to figure out <laughs> what the landscape is. You know, live shows are you know, up and down again with the resurgence of the virus. So, um, yeah, we'll probably revisit that sometime during 2022. I hope so. That's always fun. Um, David, where are you? <laughs> He's, again, behind the scenes. Hi, there Hi he is. Hey, David, B. you are a video production specialist and own and operate Terrapin Media Development. And you've been at this gig a long time. Um, so how did you get started in your career? In my career? Uh, this one. <laughs> in this one. Well, I've been working behind the camera since I was 17. So that's what, six or eight months now. Um, yeah. So, uh, doing lots of different things, and I was a I was a video guy, believe it or not, an audio television production guy for the United States Army for four years, and made training videos, and worked at a TV station, and all of that jazz, um, both stateside and uh, overseas. Um, came home, went to the University of Akron. I have a degree in in, uh, in, in corporate communications and and uh, production, and um, the bulk of my life I've spent making videos, either training people how to do things or trying to get people to buy stuff, you know, marketing and, uh, and communication stuff. I really love training videos, so as, um, just because I like, uh, um, I don't know why I like that. But, <laughs> and then I've, so I've done, also done interactive training elements and built things uh, that are, you know, more like... Uh, online interactive training that many of us have, have done um, and started shooting um, music and things um, really in the early 2000s I, 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 I've done some previous during in the 90s late 80s I, I did things with PBS you know with, uh, classical music things and stuff like that but but Heading out to the clubs and shooting bands and stuff like that wasn't really uh, uh, something that I was doing. But in the early 2000s, I met a few guys who needed some video and met a few more people and met people like Larry who introduced me to other folks. And um, so we've, I've done, you know, festival shows festi since, I don't know, 05, 04, something like that. I've done, you know... Uh, club shows and uh, large um, event concerts and um, festival gigs and you know little up-and-coming bands in a in a you know little dark room you know that they borrowed from their junior high kind of thing even so that's yeah, how I you... go ahead that's how you roll oh, huh? I see you now me well I mean I that's don't know how, how you... I I roll, I just kind of rock. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, you know, and I'm glad that we're having this chance to chat because I've learned already more about you. Um, tell yes. us some of the work that is your fate, you know, that you've been involved with. Um, you know, like maybe somebody you've met and you had a, or, or, you know, some kind of, you know, a job. Yes. So. I think the coolest thing about what I get to do for a living is um, the variety of things, you know? I mean, I've kind of 
the basic skills of storytelling and and uh, and making video. While stylistically these things have changed a little bit over the the decades, um, they've kind of stayed the same. You know, uh, we've been telling stories since the you know the Greeks. You know, so there's you know elements of how you tell a story, but the um, uh, the variety. Uh, you know, I've done things. You know, uh, I remember being in the army as a, as a twenty year old kid even thinking that this is this is cool I get to do so much stuff you know I spend the morning with an artillery uh, squad uh, doing live fire exercises with their uh, artillery cannons and in the afternoon that day I was at uh, uh, a um, at a daycare center uh, for a ribbon cutting for a new daycare center for the, s the soldiers families you know um, and that's really been kind of true through the through my entire career it's always something new um, if it's a, a longer term project, um, it's almost like I get to take a little class, a college level course on, on a new topic or a new company or a new way of doing things, you know. And so that's, that's, that's pretty darn cool, you know. It's not too often that um, people open their doors to folks and then let you, pay you to stare at them all day, <laughs> which is basically what I do, right? Uh, I point the camera at them and I and I try to, you know, help them tell their story and and make the business connections or the, you know, the the uh, the neuron neuron connections to learn a new skill or or what have you. So yeah, yeah. that's me. It's, it's, it's the best life. That you know, that's the same thing I do. I do something different every single day, and and that, it keeps you sharp. I think. Uh, it, it, it's fun and you learn things, you see people. Uh, that was what I've loved about being a part of the Cleveland Beach. I get to meet so many interesting, fascinating people that, that live interesting lives, do wonderful things like the nonprofit. Like, like me and Larry. Larry and I live interesting lives. Oh, right? absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's why I hang out with you guys, because you're uh, so interesting. Yeah. So I, I met Larry uh, quite a long time ago. We had sort of a glancing blow um, as with my involvement with, I think, the water band. And Larry, an uh, uh, awesome guy that he is, recommended me to the guys uh, that were doing Painesville Party in the Park. And at that point, I had never even heard of Painesville Party in the Park. And this was, well, this you know, I live in Africa. I started doing web streaming in probably 08, 09. So this live streaming stuff is old hat for us. We've been doing it for a long time. Um, and uh, uh, But that, that's what they wanted to do at a Painesville party in the park. And like I said, I had no idea what was going on. And I got up there and they've got those stages and I think it was vertical sound, had the sound and the staging up there. And uh, those, those cats were incredible. And the whole show was great. And I did that for a few years with them, and I made some contacts with bands, and that also helped kind of stuff blow up. And um, Larry, from time to time, just seems to strategically show up in my life and uh, um, <laughs> offer opportunity. And, and um, like I said, we've been doing this virtual, kind of like this production we're doing now and live streaming for a long time for different clients. And uh, lo and behold, there was a global pandemic um, and uh, he had some ideas, and I jumped on ship with him again. 
Yeah, I think David was the, the first person that I knew that was actually doing live streaming. And like you said, that was back in the 2008 or whatever with, with the water band. And I think Carlos was part of that production. In fact, I just found an old DVD uh, back from that of, uh, of a song that Carlos did with the water band backing him. So um, I, I knew he was like the godfather of the live stream. And um, he was my first call when I well, you know, wanted to explore getting into that area a little bit. And I knew with his TV background, um, he would bring the treatment that I would, I really wanted to see for something that we uh, had in mind. So it was just, a, it was a good match. And he's, David, you know, he's such a pro and, and easy to work with. And, uh, you know, recommend him to anybody for that matter. But I'm glad he's part of our Music America team. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can do some more things going forward. I mean, we want to turn this uh, Cleveland Beat into a podcast as well. So that's one of the things on our 2022 list. And um, I think we'll probably end up doing a few pay-per-view concerts uh, throughout 2022 and um, possibly some, uh, even some outdoor things, um, you know, depending on the environment. So um, mm -hmm. we're talking about maybe doing another uh, show that would feature in on one specific topic um, that we can get maybe Dawn involved a little bit with her news reporting well background. So there's a lot of ideas, you know, bubbling around. We just have to, you know, uh, vet them out and, and, uh, and see if we can make them happen next year. So. Yes, because, um, because hopefully all that other stuff will be behind us and we can actually do what we really want to do. Uh, and uh, yeah. I want to tell you, I want to tell you both that you both expanded my world and I really thank you for this opportunity. It's been so great. Um, it, we have a lot planned, as you said, Larry, uh, for 2022. Um, and if any of you out there have a venue or a band or are a nonprofit organization, please message us right on Facebook. Let us know. Uh, yeah, call me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let's get you on the show. You know, we have a lot of plans for 2022 and we want to, you know, talk to a lot of people. I love the shorter segments because everyone gets their own time and, um, you know, and continue to like and comment on, you know, what you like and uh, the people that you've met through us. And I think, let me see, I think that is, Pretty much covers it all, you know. It's been. I think I have a question, Deanna. I have a question for you, my friend. So we've been at this. You've done is. Have you done fifty interviews yet on Cleveland Beat? I think we're, I'm at forty-five or forty-six. I have to count. Yeah, so. I can. You normally can't count that high, but personally. But uh, so, what has what has been fun for you about doing Cleveland Beat? Well, I, I, like you said, I love doing the interviews, but my favorite is going out there. Like when we did the Rock Hall thing, that was like, I felt like I'm in my wheelhouse and I'm out there and talking to people, you know, so that's fun. Uh, it took me a while, as you know, David, to get used to the, you know, the Zoom thing because, um, I, I, you know, I'm either writing, so I'm either behind the scenes or I'm out with people and, 
it, it was hard for me to see my face up there and trying to, you know, and do what I do and feel comfortable with it. And thanks to you both, I've been able to do that. And now I'm just, you know, one of those crazy interview. <laughs> what, what, uh, well, I hope we can be, uh, we can um, do more live interviews like that, uh, you know, yeah. as the environment permits. I mean, I think the overall goal for this, uh, this show and what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a community for the arts and entertainment and nonprofits and so forth to uh, to reach. And um, so, yeah, please uh, subscribe or, or like our page and uh, hopefully tune in and we'll be we'll be putting out more content throughout the year. So stay tuned. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think definitely we have more. Uh you know, more live remotes and interviews in our future. And, uh, uh, and I agree that rock call was a great day. I think, uh, um, I think all three of us were a little pressed for time. Uh, we didn't get to maybe do everything we wanted to. And with the, you know, life being, you know, anywhere from fully to half locked down for the last two years, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I think we've got a lot done, you know, and, uh, and, and made some great things. And, and, you know, I think we're really lucky, um, that Northeast Ohio has so many cool things going on, um, I think, and cool places to go and cool people to meet. And it's, it's just, I think that's, uh, uh, I think that's how CLE is pronounced, cool. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll never, never run out of content because no. you guys and Cleveland rock and we'll continue to rock. Happy 2020. you're talking about say you don't know the cleveland beat what you're talking about say you don't know the cleveland beat you must be crazy